I'm Damien Fowler. And I'm Elise Lefranc. And welcome to this edition of The Current Podcast. The Current is your deep dive into the future of TV, media, and data-driven marketing, all explained in plain English. We talk to the biggest names in digital marketing, and this week we sit down with Stephanie Hopp, the CMO of CC's Pizza. CC's is an American chain of restaurants that made its name with the Unlimited Pizza Buffet. Founded in 1985, the brand has more than 300 restaurants in more than 30 states, and it was recently named the most kid-friendly chain as voted by millennial moms. And like many restaurants during the pandemic, and especially those with buffet stations, CC's was hit hard when customers stopped eating out. After filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in January 2021, new owners stepped in, giving the restaurant a new lease of life. Stephanie joined the company as its new CMO in February 2022 and soon got to work, rebooting the brand marketing strategy, kicking off with a new, fun campaign called Endless Pizzabilities. Uh, Endless Pizzabilities came about when we joined uh, forces with our new creative agency, Three-Headed Monster. We needed to figure out a way to capture the CC's experience, which is a buffet, which is games, which is family. There's so much that we offer. How do you encapsulate that into a campaign that can really show you the heart and soul of the CC's brand? Three-Headed Monster did some brainstorming and they came back with CC Pizzini, a four-inch tall little dude who can go in his magic flying machine. He's kind of a cross between Willy Wonka and P.T. Barnum. So he creates all these magical things and it really highlights what CC's is all about. And Endless Pizzabilities is all about all the endless possibilities of things you can do at CC's. The games, the food, the all you can eat. We have a diverse audience and a diverse offering, but it was fun and it was breakthrough. We wanted something that really broke through the clutter. And a four-inch little guy in a flying machine definitely achieved that. That four-inch guy sounds fun. And who, who is it for? I mean, what was the kind of appeal of that character? And which markets did you roll it out in? Well, we rolled it out in all of our markets. So he appeared in video and he appeared in TV. He does great radio. Uh, the voice is amazing. It's got this rhyming, rhythmic quality that's just engaging. He's become a very beloved character. Kids love him because he's tiny. We did have a point where we didn't do any creative testing because we moved so quickly. There was a fear that they might mistake this guy for a fly in the commercial. But we're like, you know, we're going to roll with it. It's going to be okay. And the good news was it was okay. It's whimsical. It's steampunk. It's very current, but yet it feels very historical and nostalgic. So it just captured so many nuances that appealed to so many people. Kind of like a pizza version of like a Tinkerbell. (laughs) Yes. Definitely. So the campaign was also a way for the brand to kind of get back to its roots a little bit. Can you tell us about like the origins of CC's and how you really came from like a buffet concept? You know, CC's was founded in 1983 in Plano, Texas. We were the inventor of the unlimited pizza buffet concept. We were about community. Preachers, teachers and coaches was our mantra at the time. And it was a $2.99 buffet, even $1.99 at some point when we first started. So it's always been about offering great value to our communities and having great quality. I think what happened over the course of time is there was folks that previous leadership that wanted to walk away from the buffet 
concept aspect of CCs, try to do other things. So we ended up losing our way and not being as relevant. So when I came on board uh, last February, it was really about going back to the root and the heart of the business and Joe Croce, the founder's vision, which was great value, all-you-can-eat buffet, pasta, pizza, dessert, salads for all their community members at a great value, great quality. And, and that's what we are. We're games, we're fun, we're kids. And the campaign really went back to, here's what CC's is. You know what? We're loud and proud. We're a buffet, not, oh my goodness, we're a buffet. It's yes. Yes, people, we are a buffet and we're proud of it. And here's what we can do for you. And please come visit us. We're opening our doors. And when you come into a CC's, it's like, hey, welcome to CC's. We were just welcoming all those folks that had forgotten about us back into our doors and our restaurants. And, you know, you mentioned that the campaign is rolling out to all your locations. Can you tell our listeners exactly where those locations are in the U.S.? They're across the U.S. or very much regionalized. Texas is our strongest area market, but then we're in the southeast. We have a couple of locations in Denver, Colorado. But we're looking to uh, probably keep our regional approach because we have our two distribution centers in Georgia and Texas. So we're really filling out in between the two distribution centers. You did go through a very hard time during the pandemic, which as a buffet concept, people just stopped going to buffets right during the pandemic. And I know the company went through Chapter 11 bankruptcy in January 2021, and then new owners stepped in to give the restaurant a new lease of life. And then, you know, you joined the company last February 2022. What was the main kind of challenge for you as you came on board to help the company in this new kind of iteration, this new phase of growth? You know, you hit on something that the pandemic's bad enough, but being a buffet concept in a pandemic, that's, that's just a kiss of death. So there was a lot of work. Uh, Jeff Hetzel, our president, really focused on bringing the quality back. He brought it out of bankruptcy with Sunil Darad, uh, SSCP partners, and really brought the concept back to life so that operations were back in place. The quality of the food was back in place. Previous leadership had just taken the concept into where the concept should not have gone. And so they really got it back. So in February, I walked into a situation where it's February and by the summer they wanted to launch a new brand campaign. We were ready to invite people back in. But by the way, the media agency in play was not measuring anything. And the creative agency had just gotten on board. So I had to do a media RFP, bring on a new media agency, as well as develop the new brand campaign in tandem to get it launched by August of this past year. And KSM, amazing people, came on board, partnered with Three Headed Monster. It was truly a partnership of innovation and agility because we had to move fast. We're onboarding, we're meeting each other, and we're also developing very specific segments. Because when I came on board, we were basically targeting anyone with a pulse. That's people who like pizza, 18 plus. I'm like, wow, that's a broad audience. So we've got some opportunity here to focus. <laughs> so it was really uh, allowing myself and the team to prioritize first Let's get our segments right. What's the media strategy? And let's get that creative. It was an adventure, I have to say. It got sloppy at times, messy. It wasn't perfect. But with this concept, you know, 80% is good enough. So we didn't do a lot of the traditional marketing work that you would normally do with a brand campaign. We rolled up our sleeves, we trusted our gut, and we went with it. This sounds like a kind of scrappy campaign to get it up and running so quickly. Could you talk a little bit about that? Uh, scrappy is our middle name. Yes, it was very scrappy and quick. So there's so much data out there now. 
you can get to an analysis paralysis. And one, we didn't have time for that. We didn't have the budget for it. So we just did a lot of instinct and trust. So again, it's about choosing partners that you can really trust. So Three-Headed Monster and KSM, I put my trust and faith in them that they were going to do the right thing for our business. And they knew that we would support them. And we worked very quickly. We did no creative testing. We didn't do deep analytics. We had some past data and we did some quick research and we identified our segments. It was learning as we went. So we just 80% is good enough. I used to be 125% girl. Not anymore. 80% good enough. Go. It sounds like it paid off. Yes. Uh, Year to date, we're up 24%. Writing a double-double, as my president, Jeff Hetzel, likes to say, two years of double-digit sales. So we're going to go for a triple-double this year and see what we can make happen. Obviously, the pandemic changed customer habits quite a bit. People got very used to ordering online. When did you see the impact of the campaign? What was the main kind of effect of the campaign? Did it work to get people to come back into CC's, which is clearly a restaurant all about experience? The campaign was, I've never seen anything like it in my career. When we started the media, the first three days, we saw an 8% jump. And then subsequently, we were up 20% plus for over 18 weeks, double digit for over 24 weeks with this campaign. And there's a direct correlation. When we put Cece Pizzini on air, we immediately saw an increase in traffic and sales like I have not witnessed. People were ready to come back in. There's so much nostalgia with this brand. People remember taking their kids. Kids remember now they have children that want to take them to the CC's experience. People just kind of forgot we were here. They just needed a little nudge to say, hey, remember us? We're here. We're better. And we're still that brand you love. And those that don't know us, come on in and give us a try because you're going to have a great time and you're going to be able to have all you can eat at a very low price. You know, you mentioned marketing to anybody with a pulse. When it comes to like audience segments, how do you determine which channels might be best to reach certain audiences and when and where? It's an ongoing test and learn proposition for us. One of the reasons I chose KSM was because of their deep analytics and they were able to identify key segments for us. So our core segment, multitasking moms, is the traditional CC's consumer. You have dinner duty dads, shift workers, and college students, all very different, but all very important to the CC's business. We had some gut of how they would consume media, but we quickly learned, for instance, that the college students, they didn't care about Meta. They were all about TikTok. So we were able to quickly pivot, pull the funds out of Meta, put it into TikTok so that it could work harder for us. And we're continuing to do that even this year. It's never going to stop us. What type of creative resonates with the different audiences? What channels resonate? The time we run ads, et cetera. It's really a a massive amount of work that the team is doing to really refine how and when we target and who we target. But Multitasking Moms has been a gem for us. Are there any emerging channels you would say that you're now deciding to focus your ad spend in? Uh, out of home, we did not do last year. This year, especially with Pizilla and the massive presence that Pizilla has, it speaks to out of home. So we're going to start doing, even though it's a traditional channel, it's just one we hadn't really activated. Stephanie, you better tell us what Pizilla is. I know we talk, but for our listeners. Of course. Pizilla is a 28-inch pizza. The pizza box is taller than myself. Again, I'm five feet tall to give people an idea, but it's even taller than I am. It will not fit in some cars, 
but it's a delicious, massive pizza. It's like 240 pepperoni, something like that. I mean, it is large and in charge. Great. How would you say you go about balancing the importance of like brand lift campaigns with more performance driven tactics? Right now, we're more into performance driven tactics. Just this first year of the campaign, it's really about what drives sales and traffic. That's really in the restaurant business. That's what we're all about, sales and traffic. And that's what we have to see. Now that we're seeing that, now we're going to go into more of the nuances of the brand awareness, the brand lift. But initially, we really focused on getting butts in seats, so to speak. You know, this year, we've been hearing a lot of talk about economic headwinds and inflation, and consumers are a little bit worried about their budgets. Is that something that you have to think about as a marketer? You know, we're going to be facing perhaps a tough year. I mean, what's your strategy around that kind of problem that may be coming up? Commodities are an issue. I mean, there's going to be some challenges and headwinds. JMC is our distribution arm. CC's Pizza is our restaurant arm. So we supply product to our restaurants. So we have the due diligence of really trying to get the best price for the best quality. And we're continually watching that. But Conversely, CC's is a value concept. We're the best pizza value out there anywhere, the best pizza value anywhere. And we maintain that position in the marketplace. So right now, $7.99, $8.49 is basically the average price for an all-you-can-eat buffet, which offers incredible value. So in an economic downturn, traditionally, the brand has seen that we actually can benefit from that. We're not going to count on that by any means. But being a low-cost provider in that situation is definitely an advantage. We also saw one accolade for CC's that named it the most kid-friendly chain voted by millennial moms. Would you say that's another point of differentiation from other pizza chains that are out there? Absolutely. We have game rooms, and I think it's our staff, too. They really care. So when you come in, you are cared for, you are taken care of, and they truly care. CC's is a family. We're a family as a brand. We're a family at the home office, the support center. And that comes through when you go into a CC's. There is an energy and a vibe that I can't really describe without you really going in there and experience the welcome. Hey, welcome to CC's. What can you do? If, if you don't see a pizza on the line that you love, we'll make it for you. And we will. And the parties, we do special things. And the managers sometimes do their own creativity. It's just, it's fun brand. People are passionate because, you know, our passion is to turn everyday life into a buffet of endless fun. That's it. That is great. What's your favorite pizza, by the way? Pineapple and ham. Oh, wow. So you're one of those. I'm one of those. Although a good deep dish pepperoni, don't get me wrong, but I am one of those. So Stephanie, now that the new campaign is up and running, what would you say are the next steps for the business this year? It's growth, store growth. We're looking to expand CCs. And actually, we're looking at a new to-go prototype that's a smaller CCs unit. So we'll be testing and piloting that this year, which again gives us a whole new venue for growth. And gaming, the game rooms, really the digitalization of CCs. We're launching a brand new website this spring. And a new loyalty program will be coming to you in 2024. So we're doing a lot of work around that. So there's a lot of moving parts and energy that's just going to take this brand to the next level.
And that's it for The Current. Stay tuned because next time we'll be talking with Cara Pratt, the SVP of retail media at Kroger Precision Marketing. As we think about how people live, how people shop, how people consume media, it's all different today than it was, heck, only two years ago, let alone 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. And so brands have to find new ways to connect with consumers. The Current is produced by Wonder Media Network. Our theme is by Love and Caliber. The Trade Desk team includes Chris Brooklier and Kat Fessy. And remember, 80% is good enough. I used to be a 125% girl, not anymore. 80% good enough, go. I'm Damien. And I'm Elise. And we'll see you next time.